Everybody relax. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Trey, licensed clinical social worker, facilitator of Everybody Relax podcast. I do hope that you guys are having a great and wonderful week and everything is going well with you guys. Pray that it's all good, 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 good. Uh, shout out to everybody that's like, sharing, and comment. Thank you guys again for listening, giving feedback, and just, you know, still listening to a brother. I don't know what y'all listening for, but y'all still here. So, you know, I appreciate that. Man, <laughs> uh, you know, just this has been a blessing to continue to just speak my thoughts. And, um, you know, some people are listening, <laughs> of course. So we just want to keep pushing it out there, keep pushing it to the masses. You know what I'm saying? I think there's some of these topics are topics that, you know, we probably can have, you know, conversation about, man. And. Sometimes we probably had a conversation and then just let it die. It doesn't come back. We don't come back to it. And it just, you know, it is what it is. And so um, we appreciate you guys, though. Um, think that, you know, this is crazy because when I initially started the podcast by myself, I didn't know how I was going to talk about things and what I was going to talk about. And I was so used to being with my my my, my family and and doing my podcast and you know and facilitating that and you know to do it individually is hard it's hard to come up with topics it's hard to stay on topic it's hard to to keep up you know the creativity at times and sometimes you don't want to record anything sometimes you want to record everything sometimes you got to find a balance in between and so sometimes it get kind of a little crazy but you know ever since i started i just felt really really empowered because you know the times where I don't feel like I have anything to talk about, there's just something random will pop into my head, um, or, or you know, God will give me something that's like, oh, we should talk about this topic again, and so it makes it for a very unique and diverse podcast. And so that's why I switched the name. That's why I kept going back and forth because I didn't want to, I didn't want to box myself in with this podcast. And I'm not that type of person anyway, man. I just, you know, I'm kind of a jack of all trades. Uh, type of guy and I, I never liked to box myself then I never liked that man I've always just wanted to be able to touch and grasp every single thing man I think that that speaks to the creativity I think God made us to be creative um, and I think he's also made us he also made us to specialize in certain topics and areas of course but that doesn't mean we don't limit ourselves to other things doesn't mean we don't limit and learn about different things. You feel what I'm saying? And and can be experts in those fields, you know? So we get pigeonholed and just trying to focus and be an expert in one thing. And it's like, well, that's not life because you just don't go through life and just be a therapist. No. <laughs> you know, I got to be a therapist. I'm a, uh, a clinical social worker. I'm a dad. I'm a husband. I'm a deacon. I'm a community leader. I'm a friend. I'm a son. I'm a, you know, I'm all these different hats. So in order to fulfill those needs of all those different hats, I have to learn something about those hats, right? I have to be somewhat an expert in those hats, right? You know, so I never subscribe to the, the just the master of one thing. You know what I'm saying? And that might some might say that might could have hindered and harmed me. I, I see that as a I see that as a gift, and I can just kind of same person can figure out how to record a podcast and edit. Um, and get the right equipment is the same person that can be a social worker and, and can become a licensed clinical social worker and the same person that can change the oil in the car. You know, just, I, I think that's just life, you know? 
So, either way, man, let's get back and just get back into the podcast, man. Um, just want to get those gems real quick, man. You know, just just give people hope, you know. So, I've 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 just I've been receiving a lot of feedback and information on seeking out a therapist, what that experience looks like, or maybe some folks. Or just, like, folks not really feeling like they are being challenged in therapy or getting everything they want out of therapy or counseling or whatever you might be doing at this current moment. And so there's a my, – my, one of my uh, older therapists, OG therapists, told me that he, he really subscribes to the difference between therapy and counseling. He's like, anybody can be a counselor, but it's different. It's between being a therapist so say so, okay that's a good idea so you know let me just start out by the saying and this will be a short podcast it's not gonna be a long episode but some tips on going to therapists or going to therapy and getting to getting help i think if you're you know outside of people who have uh, serious mental illness or, you know, a, a mental illness that's debilitating at this point, that's clouding judgment. Um, outside of that, what, what is your plan for going to therapy? Right. A lot of people going to therapy just for the trending, trendy, trendy topics and to, to tweet about it and to say, you know, saying I went to therapy or, Therapy is dope and mental health is dope and take care of your mind, but not really engaging fully, fully in therapy. You know what I'm saying? Fully to the therapist. Now, there's a lot of therapists out there, too, I would think, that, you know, social workers included and, you know, counselors or whatever, that are not really committed to the cause either. <laughs> you know say They're not really committed to helping people heal. You know, they don't create the environment to do so. And so I'm going to talk to you guys first. Before I talk to the the the, uh, the the clients, because I'm on both sides of the fence, right? I'm a client and I'm also, you know, a so-called therapist. And so I would, you know, I would say, and then again, you know, preaching to the choir to some of you guys, I might be just stepping on your toes or I might, y'all might just not really care about my opinion because I'm not really in the field of therapy like that with you as far as established therapists. And things, you guys are human beings, you do have lives, and, you know, you've been, you know, do your thing your way. Cool, 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 cool. But I want to say that we are in a very sensitive time, and we are in a very, very, very uh, sensitive moment. And I think it's very imperative that we make sure our energy and the spaces that we are providing to our folks is conducive for healing and it's conducive for folks to be able to open up and be themselves conducive to be able to share everything that they need to share in order to heal the only way that can happen is if they have this space and the rapport to do so building rapport is one of the first things we need to do with our clients in order to make to create that therapeutic alliance but it's just the the first thing to kick it off to be able to human and human contact you like something i like something i trust you with that you trust me with that boom we can talk about these deep things that i really don't want to talk about 
when 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 folks don't I feel like when folks don't feel comfortable sharing in those spaces, then you're not creating a, a safe space, I think. Or it could just be them, you know. But if you think you're doing all you can to create a safe space, then you know, it might be it might be and it's not like this person is not sharing everything. Or you feel as though like you're not getting down to the root of what they're here for, then you might need to switch some things up. You might need to to switch up the the virtual session to an in person session, in person session to a virtual session. You know, like try different avenues and, and and different ideas. Or it might be time for some self evaluation. Am I tired? Am I fatigued? Am I giving my all to my client? Or am I giving my half? Uh, you know, a half a approach to therapy for this for this individual and i think that's something man we, we we're going to i really honestly outside of providing a safe space for for folks to 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 heal in these environments i think we were seriously going to as as clinicians we're going to have to triple up our self-care like we're going to have to triple up our boundaries because in this moment in this moment going forward we are going to be heavily relied on. And as one of my like spiritual advisors um, had told me, the the way my self-care is set up is not going to be enough. Like for the work that I want to do, which is helping working with black, you know, African-American men. She was like, the work is heavy. It's, and and <laughs> she was like, you're going to have to work into figuring out, building into just like you built out your, your, your plan for your business and your private practice. And, you know, who you want to work with and down to that specifics, you're going to have to build out a self-care plan because the work is heavy. And I imagine that for all of us clinician-wise, the work is heavy. It may not be just the self, like we, I mean, it may be that we're building the, the self, the self, um, the, the safe environment and the space to have that healing. But we're just not giving all, giving all we can because we're drained out, because we're burnt out. Because we're tired, because we're fatigued from Zoom, you know, it's it's all these different elements. And so we're going to have to be very strategic in ourselves, in our, within ourselves to manage self, our self-care and burnout and set those boundaries because this work isn't going nowhere. I've talked to a couple of um, counselors, I mean, I mean like clinicians in the area. And the waiting list, like they just can't add anybody else, man. It like it's just because it's too many, too many folks, and there are folks out there right now that are just like just just needing all of us, needing everybody in their tip top shape. And I know that we all can't be in our tip top shape every single day of the week. It's not possible, right? But we can put in things in place to be in order to be in our tip top shape, whether that be. You know, establishing, you know, instead of overextending ourselves for certain, you know, for for to fit in this extra client, you know what I'm saying? If you need a break, you need a break. You feel what I'm saying? Or if it's, I got to reschedule this client because I just don't have it in me today. You know, then we got to reschedule that client and not feel guilty. And we're going to have to really work on not feeling guilty in this moment. Like, I'm, I'm really struggling myself now of trying to do everything and not burn myself out because I want to do so much and, and being patient with this process. 
um, in order to be in the best place I can possibly be in so I can serve my folks. But in that, I'm impatient because I want to do so much. I want to do it now. I want to just jump out there and do it now. But I can't. Because if I do that, I am going to be a detriment and I am going to be just another issue to the clients I serve and to my family and friends and just another issue to myself. And if I'm an issue to myself, then how can I help heal? You have to keep that in the forefront. How can you help heal when you are not healed yourself? How can you help heal from a half empty cup? How can you help heal from a quarter a quarter, you know, a quarter empty cup. I don't even, you're 75% full. You're still not 100%. You feel what I'm saying? I don't care if you're 75%. You're still not 100%. And all of us as as, as clinicians, we know we can operate on 50% or 25%. We know that. I know that for a fact. I can cruise on 25, 50%. Do I need to be doing it? No. Should I be doing it? No, because you know why? I'm cheating the clients that I'm serving. I'm cheating myself. I'm cheating my family. You know what I'm saying? And so I have to put in those boundaries. I have to put in those self-care, those self-care time to be or to be the best person I can be. And it just can't be God humbling us and sitting us down. No, God doesn't want that for us. He wants us to put in the time and energy. To, to rest and take time with him and to restore and replenish. You cannot pour out of an empty cup. It might be cliche to say, but it's the realest thing, bro. I, it's just so real. And I'm telling you guys, I'm hearing, I'm listening, I'm watching, I'm seeing the world. I'm seeing how, how we talking and tweeting. I'm seeing everything. And I'm just like, we are in for a long long-term healing it's it's going to take some it's going to take some years and we're going to be able we're going to have to create different you know groups we're going to have to create different alliances to 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 back our back each other up because if not we're going to all burn out and and it makes it so bad the clients are seeing it. The clients can feel it. Because oftentimes we feel just like the client. We just got the title. So, I say to say, when it comes to what what's needed in, in, in regards to the therapeutic relationship and seeking out therapists and stuff like that, my, my, my clinicians, make sure you're establishing um, boundaries Make sure that you are providing, um, giving, getting proper self-care for yourself and make sure you're creating a safe and inviting environment, um, for our clients to be able to share and, and divulge everything. So we can just work through what we need to work through in a, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a cleaner streamlined fashion. Now to my folks who are clients, um, in dealing with this therapeutic relationship, man, you got a couple of options here, man. You're the client. So you can control you control your actual you can control your actual, you know, treatment. You 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 control that. Don't let nobody no therapist and everybody else tell you you can't don't control that. You control that. You're paying for that or you're using your insurance to pay for that, you know what I'm saying? You control that. But what I also tell folks too, man, 
is one, you got to tell your therapist everything. I mean, you don't, you don't have to tell them everything, but if you really want to heal and you really want to work out these things that you got going on, you got to tell them everything, man. You, you, you got to tell them, man. Like, I, I mean, everything that's relevant, guys, like everything is relevant. If it's relevant to the situation, you need to tell them. Because what's the point of being in, in this therapeutic relationship uh, or paying this person? Like, I just go back to the pay side. I'm paying you. Right? So what's the point of paying this person when you're not going to really utilize it to its fullest effect? Last couple of sessions with my therapist, I went up in that joint just just spitball. Like, he was like, yo, uh, let's pause. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's work here. Let's go over here. Let's do this. You know what I'm saying? But I need to get that off my chest because that's why I got you for it. You know what I'm saying? Um, whether it be my financial advisor, like, yo, I feel da, 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 da. he's like, oh, I hear you. Let's pause. Let's work here. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I pay you for. And I'm not going to waste your time or my time by going in these sessions and not giving my all that's relevant to the situation that I'm dealing with. Now, I understand that some folks, you know, are fearful of. You know, being hospitalized at times, you know what I'm saying? And and that's always a possibility, of course, that you're going to have to be faced with, right? Because our duty to call, you know what I'm saying, and our duty to warn and all these different things that we, we have regulations. You have to be upfront with that and know that, right? You have to know that. Therapists, you have to make sure you divulge that. And so, you know, but with that being said, too, you feel what I'm saying? Like, if if I don't know that, though, that 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 kind of alters the relationship as far as how I can move you along with the treatment, how I can move you along with the healing process. You feel what I'm saying? How I can determine or distinguish is this something that's a immediate crisis or is something that was a past crisis or something that we can work through and keep moving. Second thing is for those who are able. Let me preface that for those who are able in these, these, these therapy sessions, you know, what's your, what are your goals? What are you coming in to work on? See, see, therapists don't know. I mean, I think there's this thought that we know everything and we know all human, human being, emotions, feelings, thoughts, patterns, behaviors. I'd be the first one to tell you, I don't know all of that stuff. And I don't want to know all of it. Because my job is not to know all of this book stuff. I know for a fact that none of this book stuff, some of that stuff is true, but it ain't it ain't realistic to the real world. You know what I'm saying? Like the real world, people be going through stuff, right? And that alters their decision making and behaviors. You feel what I'm saying? The experiences that they go through. Their experience is specific to them. It's not specific to that textbook. The textbook comes out with different random samples that just you know whatever is a blanket generalization of whatever but it's not it's not speaking to real experiences you know what i'm saying ain't nothing in that textbook ain't nothing on that darn lcsw exam or the exams that we take that can speak to what's going on in 2020 it doesn't speak to no pandemic it doesn't speak to racial and social justice and unrest does not speak to the generational traumas of African-American peoples, you feel what I'm saying, or the, the traumas of the LGBTQ community. It doesn't speak to the, the, the women's suffrage, you know what I'm saying, equal pay for women, the, the Me Too movement. It does not speak to all of these different real-life experiences that we go through on a daily basis. So one cannot expect 
the clinician to say to use these book smarts that we've had that we've been conditioned to use and say this person knows exactly everything I'm going through just by me saying I need therapy and I need to work on my anger or need to work on my anxiety. No. No, 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 no. See, we got tools, right? And different interventions and, and, and diagnoses to use for symptoms that we see and, and, and issues that may be going on, right? You know, we have those interventions as generic interventions, specifics that are used for those different things. Right. But does not the thing that we need to understand is what are your goals and what are your intentions for coming to therapy to see us? You feel what I'm saying? If I want to work on my anger, okay, I want to work on my anger. Well, where is my anger showing up? What happens with my anger? Um, you know, I get cold. I get frustrated very easily. Why am I getting frustrated easily? I'm stressed out over here. Why am I stressed out? I'm stressed out because of work. I'm stressed out because of money. I'm stressed out. Why are you stressed out about money? Because I feel like I'm not making enough. Why are you stressed out? Why are you not making enough? I don't feel like I'm at the right job. Like the specifics. What are your specific goals of therapy and, and getting treatment and getting help to heal? What are your specific goals? If you don't know, say you don't know. The therapist can't read minds. We can't read minds and we can't. We don't know everything that's going on in your head. And we don't know how you're feeling at the time. We can read body language. We're great at that. We can read social cues. We're great at that. But if there's something, we can be completely off base. We might can sit there and think and look at you saying you're anxious. Um, or you like you look like you're anxious, you know what I'm saying? What's what's going on? And you might not even be anxious, you might just be sad or angry. Because, you know, somebody cut you off at the light. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or because we're sitting there talking about, you know what I'm saying, your father or your mother and you getting upset and anxious about that, but in re- in reality it's because your spouse said something crazy to you last night that reminded you of your father. But you're just attributing that to your you know your father what they said da, da 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 but in reality there's communication issues between you and your spouse we don't we don't know we don't always know and so the, the beauty in the therapeutic relationship is that we get to have this back and forth dance of of the meeting of the minds and, and really you're the leader of that we're just a guide we're not the leader of this we're just a guide you feel what i'm saying you're the leader of your treatment. I think, and I think folks have this backwards when you talk about seeking therapy or working on our mental health. Mental health starts with you. We're just advisors and guides to help you see some things and help you along the way. But you're the guide. You are the guide. And you make the decisions. And you can go to 10,000 sessions for therapy, but it is up to you to make those actual implementation and changes. You know what I'm saying? This is, that's just with everything in life. It's up to you to make those changes. Not anybody else. That's how mental health works. It's you. It's not anybody else. And we just give you the tools. You know what I'm saying? We just give you the tools and the resources to walk that path and be better. But you got to walk with, you know, you got you to gotta give in order to receive. Same thing for us. We got to give. 
in order to receive. And so that's why I say it's a back and forth reciprocal relationship. And, you know, but you, you know what I'm saying? But you're paying for that service. So you got the control. Huh? Khaled said you got the keys. <laughs> you got to take control, man. You got to use that thing. You know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to give that tip, man, because I've been seeing a lot of that lately, man. And I think we don't we don't go into depth enough about, you know, when we say, oh, yeah, go see a therapist. Or working in mental health, we don't talk about the ins and outs of what that looks like or what that could feel like. You know what I'm saying? We don't talk about everything that, that, that aligns with that. And so, you know, I, I would implore you um, to go back into my older episodes and, 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 and listen to the episode about the therapist experience. Um, and I, I talk about my, my actual experience with going to therapy for the first time and what that's looked like for the past couple of sessions and stuff like that. So I implore you to go back to look at that, to be able to see what to expect and then listen to this episode to just, you know, give some pointers and tips, man, on how you can seek therapy and, um, but how you can make the most out of therapy. And I will say this, I will say this before we go. You might not like your first therapist. It might not work. But you have the choice to go see somebody else because you you paying money. So keep that in mind and, and don't give up. It's just like, you know what I'm saying? If I don't like a certain bank, I'm going to go get another bank. If I don't like a certain car, test drive this car. It's not working. I'm going to go test drive another car. If I don't like this job. ain't working out too much. I'm going to go get another job. Same thing with therapists. You know what I'm saying? So just keep that in mind, man. Uh, I just wanted to get those tidbits for the people, yo. Again, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Anchor FM, we're on any type of digital streaming platforms. Like, share, and comment, subscribe. Let us know what you think about the episodes, things we need to talk about, how you feeling out there, what's going on. And we will see y'all next time. The word, the phrase of the day is, hmm, let's work together. Phrase of the day is let's work together. Y'all be easy, man. Until next time, everybody relax podcast. I'll see y'all.